What's up, everybody? This is just your friendly reminder of our sponsors. We are sponsored by the book sales of Rewilding the Modern Man and Awakening the Tranquil Warrior, both written by yours truly, Trenton Sweet, and my co-writer and co-host on the show wrote Awakening the Tranquil Warrior with me. And we are also sponsored by The Old Road Farm in Washington, Pennsylvania, a local to us, regenerative and beautiful family-owned farm. We are also sponsored by Energy Fitness Studio in Washington, Pennsylvania. Welcome back to the Energy Fitness Podcast. Today, we have Mrs. Caitlin Brosk, the founder and owner of Simply Tallow and Co. And we're excited to have Caitlin on today. So we've been, we're stocking her products on our shelves in the studio. And for a lot of good reasons, we'll let her tell you pretty much all about that today. But so... Can you just give us a quick bio about yourself, a little intro? Yeah, absolutely. Well, first off, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. This has been like a dream of mine to ever even be on a podcast. So I'm just Oh, we've, we've wanted you on for so long. Yeah. We've, been, like, we've been trying to clear space for like whatever she says she can be on. We're just going to try to make a hole so that we can make it work. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I'm glad to be here. So um, basically, I started the company for my daughter. So she was like, probably like nine or 10 months old. And she started having eczema like skin issues. You know, there was a lot of inflammatory stuff going on. And I think like background, like I'm obviously a very holistic person, like that's how we approach our health as a family. So I didn't want to use any of the stuff, you know, that the doctors were recommending that way there. Like I was aware of what tallow was and I had done my research on it. And everybody was raving how much eczema helped with inflammatory skin conditions. So basically I was looking online as to what I could buy. And then some of the stuff I thought was like a little bit pricey. And then I'm looking at ingredients and I'm like, well, I can probably just make that myself. So that's really, that's really how it started. I was getting, um, tallow delivered in bulk and I just started the rendering process by myself and I kind of honed the recipe and we were just using that on my daughter and then we started having pretty good results with that and then friends and family were like well we want to try too and it kind of just it just snowballed from there oh that's so, really cool so you didn't really have a plan on making it a company no no oh, it, it didn't cool. like it it just literally started as something that I could use on her that was affordable and then, yeah, it really just kind of took off from there. And I mean, a year, so we're a year into this. I launched in April of 2022. And I, I mean, I've surpassed everything that I could have imagined that this company would be. So we're, we're growing at a, um, at a controlled rate, which I think is better a little bit than, you know, completely diving in and being overwhelmed. So I'm really happy with the rate at which we're going and the feedback, the incredible feedback that we've gotten from all of the people who have used our products so far. We, yeah. yeah, we love your products. I know that for sure. I think that, was it Carice? Um, yeah, so yeah. this is a, yeah, this is a funny story. So I was sourcing my tallow from a couple different places until I found one that I really liked. And there's a really, um, I guess I'm really critical about where I'm sourcing because similar to humans, cows store their, you know, their toxins and their pesticides and all of the junk in their fat. So you need to be critical of where you're sourcing from, because if you're getting, you know, fat from a cow who was fed, you know, not a grass fed diet, and then is introduced to hormones and antibiotics and then pesticides all of that stuff's just going to accumulate in their fat. And then I'm going to render it down and what you're going to put that on your body, which is exactly what we're trying to avoid in the first place. Yeah. 
so I had been sourcing from a couple couple different places and I hadn't found exactly what I was looking for. So I actually was looking for a local source and I reached out to Greece and I ordered, I think like 15 pounds or something from her. And she like emailed me back and was like, I'm so sorry. I actually don't have any. She was like, oh. you were probably so excited. And then I just let you down. And, you know, <laughs> so I, I, I explained the situation. I said, you know, I was just looking for a local source. I said, you know, I'm in the in the very beginning stages of actually launching this as a as a business. And it, our relationship just kind of took off from there. So she was actually one of the first people like outside of my immediate like friends and family that had tried any of our products. So it was very funny, like how organically our relationship came to be. And then now we're at her farm, you know, getting products off of her all of the time. So it was actually really funny. <laughs> yeah, it is really funny. It's funny how like when you start doing things locally, how involved you start becoming in your community. And then you start meeting people through your local farmer and like, yeah, which is doing... exactly what we're going for. But sometimes you yeah. just really don't expect it to happen, you know, happen so naturally. And a lot it's funny the way people. it works out. There's like, there's so many special people in the community that you don't even know about Yeah. until you start kind of reaching out. And and yeah. You have to put your feelers out. Yeah. And I think that it's, um, I don't know, I guess it's reassuring because when you're part of, you know, the mindset, I guess that probably we are like, we're very holistic, we're nose to tail. Mm -hmm. And I think oftentimes that can feel very isolating, especially through social media, because it's like, well, <laughs> where it, where is my community other than Instagram? And then yeah. you're able to, you know, once you actually get out there, you realize that there are a lot more people than you would actually anticipate not far from you, which is really cool. It is really yeah. cool. So, it is. so does most of your the tallow come from Carice now then at the Old Road Farm? No, so I'm actually not getting any from her. Oh, no, I source funny. it from, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and in her defense, she doesn't, they're not um, at the scale that I would need right. in order to obtain, you know, as much Especially as I need. Especially with tallow, yeah, with beef. Yeah. 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 So I'm sourcing from a farm out in like the middle of the state. And it's kind of the same practices, regenerative, 100% um, grass-fed, grass-finished, no hormones, no antibiotics. Like I said, you know, the sourcing is so, so important. And I think that honestly was the hardest part. I'm like, okay, well, I can, you know, I can rent, I can find the tallow that I want. I can render it, but I can, but can I find it in the quantities that I need in order to build a sustainable business? Yeah. Yeah, so. I totally agree. So for people who don't really understand what tallow is and why they should consider tallow instead of your typical cosmetics, can you walk us through like, yeah, like what, yeah, like why it's better for the skin and like how it works with the skin, like the whole getup. Yeah, absolutely. So tallow is rendered down beef suet or fat and your most nutrient dense fat comes from your, um, what they call it, uh, the leaf fat that's around the kidneys. So that is where your, um, your most nutrient dense, uh, comes from. So essentially tallow is amazing for the skin because the lipid profile in it closely mimics the cell structure in humans. So it has all of the fats that already exist in our, in our skin. And it just kind of rebuilds and replenishes those supplies as they get depleted. Um, you have naturally occurring vitamins and minerals that are helping regulate oil production, promoting collagen and elastin in the skin, helping get rid of um, 
like uh, pigmentation, things like that. So it's basically just a, a natural alternative that doesn't have preservatives, petroleum byproducts, no synthetic ingredients that disrupt your skin's natural microbiome, but instead are able to hydrate and nourish more so on a cellular level than, you know, something that's just going to sit on the top of your skin and rinse off. Yeah. yeah. And I think that what we were saying, um, you know, before we got on the call is basically that you notice when you start using tallow that your skin just literally stays moisturized because it's actually soaking into your cells rather than, you know, being made up of ingredients that are water and alcohol that just end up evaporating off of your skin. Yeah. Totally agree. Yeah, Kate yeah. uses the stuff all yeah. the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we were saying, I'll say it again, but uh, we were just saying right before the call, um, I use the towel products all the time. And since I'm pregnant, I've been starting to use it on my belly and it lathers really well and it works really nice. And I also used it on our daughter's, like she had a little bit of a diaper rash, used it on a rash. It, it worked great. I use it in my hair. I told you that I used it as a makeup yeah. remover because I ran out of makeup wipes. So I was like, try as a makeup remover and it took everything off it took my mascara off it took everything yeah. off and and like you were saying like I noticed the biggest thing with using the tallow product and like I messed around with a lot of different holistic products over the last couple of years probably like two or three years um when I started getting more into ingredients of skincare because forever I messed I was very holistic with diets and then like I missed this gap of like skincare and life was like wait, why am I using this stuff when I'm so specific about yeah. what I consume? So, but like comparatively to other products and brands I've used that were honestly more plant-based, um, they broke me mm -hmm. out. I had like yeah. really weird rashes or reactions from them and I don't really have sensitive skin. So it was really weird for me to have these reactions. Um, so yeah, it, and I feel like I could put the tallow stuff on. Well, I do put the tallow stuff on and I never get a whitehead. I never get mm -hmm. like these random weird bumps. And I even was a little worried because even though this is no correlation, but I have a thing with dairy. So I was like, well, I can mm. like, would I have a thing with tallow? Yeah. And I have yeah. zero problems with tallow. So um, I don't get itchy skin or anything like that. And I just think it's a really great product because when I use it, I can take a shower and when I come out of the shower, my skin doesn't feel dry and I don't feel like I need to reapply it. Like I could, if I really wanted that nice, glossy yeah. glazed donut look, like, cause I like the way that looks. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, that, and, that sheeny thing. Yeah, yeah, that beautiful sheen. Um, but there's definitely been times like most recently in the studio, like we have mirrors by the bar. And when I'm down doing an exercise, like I see the back of my legs in the mirror and I'm like, they look really glossy. And I'm like, I haven't applied any tallow in like two or three days and they're still super shiny. But healthy shiny. Yeah. yeah. Not like I'm covered yeah. in like- Not like a greasy, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. not like a mineral oil. It feels good. It, like we put it yeah. on like like any sunburns or anything we've yeah. been using the tap. Mm -hmm. Oh, we bring the chapstick with us. It's in the truck. Like Maylin had like a, a buckite or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And we put it on it and we just keep it in the truck and just we're like, we'll try this. It's yeah. the same product, just in a smaller container. Yeah. And that and that's what's so fun about tallow is it is so versatile. Like there are just so many different uses and it's naturally anti-inflammatory. Um 
So literally you can use it for all of those things that, you know, may be giving you issues, but also just as like a wonderful moisturizer. And going back to how you said that you, you know, have used cleaner beauty products and were plant-based and you found that you did kind of break out with those a little bit. I think that's what's so interesting about tallow and how its composition is so similar to our skin that your body sees it as similar. And it does, it's not like overcompensating, like it's just so compatible and bioavailable for your cells. And I think it's almost like a catch 22 because I think a lot of people are like, well, if I introduce like this fat or, you know, this tallow to my skin, I'm going to be greasy. And it, it has like the opposite effect. And, you know, and I, people can't understand that until they've actually like tried it on their skin. And then they're like, Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I wanted to add this to that too. Like, because tallow it's ancestrally consistent too. like our ancestors, no matter what your ancestry is, they were eating some type of ruminant animal, like a mm-hmm. some type of bovine, mm-hmm. cow, you know, your elk, deer, something that is a ruminant. And ruminant's fats are so good. That's, you know, like your tallow is, mm-hmm. it's yeah. so healthy for human beings to ingest and your skin literally ingest what you put on it. And that winds yeah. in your bloodstream. And if you're putting mm-hmm. garbage on your skin, like most Americans do. Yeah, that's what, yeah. you know, that, that idea right there is what got me questioning what was in my shower, like a couple of years ago, like, well, yeah. rubbing this so-called, you know, famous product that you can get at your local drugstore on my skin. And I'm reading the back mm-hmm. of it and it says, you know, like all these, propylene glycol. yeah, and yeah. Like all these right. things. And I'm like, whoa these like seep into my pores and come into my yeah they're chemicals yes like and I'm washing my clothes in this and I'm washing my hair that's you know like my brain is right there like I'm putting this everywhere and And that's that's a huge that's a huge awakening I think for people when they realize how many of those products that they're using throughout the day and how many toxins are accumulating. And then you like realize like, well, I can't get rid of those as fast as I'm putting them on my skin. And that's, what's so great about our products. I think is that if we can replace multiple products with just one of ours, that doesn't have any of the chemicals, the preservatives, you know, then you're doing your, you're doing yourself justice by one, you're spending less money and two, you're, you're, putting healthier things onto your body yeah there's a lot of sustainability that goes into that too like for one you're you're also sourcing like regenerative which is sustain is sustainable and Mm -hmm. you know climate change and all that bullshit it's good for all of that but on top of that it's also a minimalist approach because like you said you can have one or two different products that serve many different purposes and you don't Mm -hmm. have to worry about having a ton of shit on your shower shelves or in your yeah. in your bathroom like for for one I had I haven't used deodorant in like seven years I just don't mm-hmm. not because I don't feel like my shit doesn't stink because I do sometimes <laughs> when I sweat but yeah. we you know we eat clean we use clean products but mm-hmm. I've used your deodorant several times now like on super special occasions you know I want Kate to you know, really be <laughs> like really trying to show off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
and I'm like, <laughs> what is that lemon smell? Because I'm not mm-hmm. used to like that. Yeah. It smells like straight lemongrass, yeah. right? Like, what yeah. is that? And he's like, it is super oh, refreshing. Yeah. Simply Talus deodorant today. And I was yeah. like, wow, that smells amazing. It really, and it doesn't, like, I always noticed before when I finally made the switch to get rid of deodorant and K2, like, if you use, like, I won't, I won't name drop any big brands, but you know, like you throw a big yeah. brand deodorant on. Yeah. And, and yeah. You notice that you stink more after it fades away than you did before put applying it in the first place. And of course you, we realize mm-hmm. it blocks pores and then your body can't detoxify. Yeah. And so when it finally you get sores evaporates, and yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And rashes. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah. And since yours simply tallows are just no heavy metals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just fantastic. Yeah, all all of all of the good stuff. And that's and the deodorant aspect is huge because I mean our skin in general is our body's largest organ, but your your armpits are such an important pathway for detoxification. And we're ta- when you're taking conventional deodorants and you're putting the heavy metals and you know all of those chemicals right there where those important lymph nodes are, where that drainage system is, you can't get rid of the toxins that you keep loading onto your body with you know conventional products. Yeah. So I think you understand, and you may not have had such a, like a transition, you know, starting to use my deodorant because you've already you know been been that route where you're not even using deodorant a lot to begin with. But like a lot of people find that when they're switching from a conventional to a natural deodorant, that there's a transition period where literally like your shit stinks because all of that stuff that's been blocked and built up in there for years (laughs) is now actually able to get out and your armpits are starting. Yeah. They're starting (laughs) to breathe again. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then it's like, the, they get like nervous and scared that they smell. So they go back to, you know, conventional deodorants because we have like such this like taboo yeah. about smelling and odor in our society when it's such like, it's, it's just a natural thing. And for us, I think we can accept that. But like some people are just like, they're afraid to let that go, you know? <laughs> yeah. And we live in a world full of perfume. And, oh, and yeah. Smells. Once you get away from fake smells, like, do you ever catch a whiff of somebody with it on and you're like, yeah, you get sick. Yeah, yeah. you feel walking, sick. walking into the Dollar General. I literally <laughs> get an instant headache from all of like the, the laundry detergent. I'm like, yeah. I can smell it halfway across the body. <laughs> like, no, seriously, that's for real. I would, yeah. I always say that about the at home store. And then sometimes, like, when I run into the Dollar Tree, I always consume like the Dollar Tree would, is probably from like the cheap plastics in there. Yeah. And yeah. like, I feel I leave and I feel like I have this headache. And like, if somebody has like a, an artificial smelling candle on in the house from like, say, big name company, I yeah. be, I will have a hard time breathing. And I'm like, when that first started happening to me, I thought something was wrong with me. I thought like, <laughs> I was like, whoa, I'm so healthy. Why is, you know, such and such bothering you? Yeah. yeah. Well, you don't realize how sensitive you become to it once you've eliminated that from you. Yeah. And I, because I know that, you know, when I was using, you know, more of those conventional products and living that life, you, I don't, feel like you notice those things nearly as much as you do once you start you know eliminating them from your day-to-day life which is kind of mind-boggling 
It is. We we always compare it to like inflation or not inflation, <laughs> inflammation, because people are so inflamed naturally. Oh, inflation! It is kind of inflation. <laughs> <laughs> I get just thinking about world economics here. But. Yeah. <laughs> no, because people eat such garbage food that they're they constantly are in pain and they constantly yes. are inflamed. So then, don't well, yeah. sir. Like now, when we have certain things like. Um, just say even something as simple as like a normal grain you used to consume, like a rice or an oat, and we don't really consume grains at all, you know, it's special. Mm -hmm. And you consume that and you're like, I used to eat oats every day. Why is it when I eat oats now, I want to pass out on the couch for three hours. You don't realize how terrible you always used to feel until you feel better. You used to always feel that way, but Mm -hmm. if you always did you didn't know the you difference. Know. Yeah. And absolutely. I think it's the same way with the smells. Like you, you now you breathe free and then <laughs> mm-hmm. you never did before. So you never noticed, but now you breathe free. Yeah. free. So when you walk past fucking Hollister in the mall, you're like, <laughs> <laughs> Are still around? Yeah. Yeah, right. I, yeah. I don't know. Is it still around? I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I only go mall for like target anymore. And then I'm that's such, that's such a good example though, because like it had a very distinct smell. <laughs> And like beforehand, you used to like that kind of stuff. But now when you start cleaning, like when I use your products, like I don't get that weird artificial, I almost want to call it flavor. It's like when you have an artificially flavored drink versus like a real smoothie, you can clearly tell the difference. It's like this thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and for me, when I'm, you know, adding, so basically we're taking our tallow and for, we're taking, um, you know, different essential oils that are geared towards specific things. That's what's making up our different blends, but I'm not adding the essential oils to give it like scent. I just want you to get the added benefits that those, you know, oils can offer your skin in addition to the tallow without it being overwhelming. You know, it's not meant to be like a perfume or something that's artificially fragranced. Like it's just meant to heal and, you know, hydrate your skin essentially. Yeah. Wow. Which it, which is a horrible business plan because it's terrible. It's terrible. terrible. Because when you make people, something that lasts, yeah. I'm like, all right, well, I'll just wait six months until you order. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah it's horrible. It's like, I always think back when I think about good products, I think back to the story of the singer sewing machines. Yeah. Like way back, they made a great sewing machine and people were passing it down generationally. And so they weren't making any fucking money. So they had yeah. really crappy sewing machines. So people had to rebuy I mean, one every once in a while. KitchenAid mixers. Like they, yeah. that mm-hmm. would be a thing. And then it got really popular. And then yeah. KitchenAid started breaking on them. And they're like, I just spent $300 on this mixer. Mm-hmm. Like, well. It's like they build in like a, a timer. Okay, we hit this timeline and all of a sudden it doesn't work, work anymore. Yeah, that's that's exactly what it is. Yeah, and I, and I tried, I do like, touching on that like I do try to explain that to people like yeah. you know I think our products are pretty reasonably priced but at the same rate like I say like some of them that are priced a little bit higher because of the higher end ingredients that we're using like there's still so much value in that size even though the price is a little bit higher because you have to use so little and so little goes such a long way we were at um I had an event in June and so this was our second year there and I had quite a few people come back from last year. And this lady said, oh, I just finished up my jar. I'm like, it's been 12 months. <laughs> <laughs> I know, what a, that's such a salute to the product, though. Yeah. It was, it was, 
It really like, is. Even if the like the product does last a really long time, but that even tells you you don't have to use it that often mm -hmm. because like, it yeah. works. <laughs> because it works. Yeah. yeah. And my mom, my mom and I have had this conversation so many times. It's almost like you don't realize how depleted and dehydrated your skin is. And then you start to introduce the tallow to it. And you may go through like a transition period where your skin does feel like, I don't know, I'm not going to say greasy because I don't think that accurately describes it, but it just feels different to the traditional moisturizer. And then you're like used to reapplying and reapplying and reapplying. And then you get to the point where when you're using the tallow, you're like, I don't even have to use it that often anymore because it almost brings your skin like back to a baseline. Whereas you were just stripping it of that moisture before. Yeah. 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 I, you know, I've even used many times now, like the tallow underneath my foundation. Yeah. Um, as like a, a setting a, cream. Yeah. Like a primer almost. Yeah, yeah. Instead of using a traditional one, cause it's pretty mm -hmm. sticky, you know, like it keeps the foundation on. It gives a nice glow underneath. Yeah. And I was even a little concerned because it was like at the beginning. So I'm like, well, my foundation is pretty oily. Cause I like that glowy look at it. Yeah. And I was like, is this gonna, it's never, ever, ever once mm -hmm. broke me out. And it does not sit in like any creases or any lines. Yeah. It doesn't wipe my foundation off. I feel like it's the best product I've ever used underneath my makeup. And had I still be doing airbrush makeup for wedding, yeah. I would be bringing this product truly with me because I've used a lot of different brands from Sephora and Ulta on many clients in the past where like it just, it would smell like hairspray. I've met older women that quite literally used hairspray on their face to Absolutely. set it yeah to set their face yeah oh, yeah I believe that doing their yeah. airbrush makeup so strange but yeah I believe yeah. it and they would be like oh honey I don't need that such and such makeup setting spray because I used to use this uh urban decay one that I loved but mm -hmm. and until I found out the ingredients <laughs> yeah but anyways I used to use it on all the clients and then the old ladies would just cover their nose and they would just take like this giant hair wild hairspray in their face and I'm like <laughs> like you know what yeah, I mean like awesome. mouth drop yeah well, like breathing oh man but seriously though with the tallow and I really think it's the consistency of the tallow on the skin um that helps the makeup because I mean obviously we work out quite often sometimes yeah. three times a day so that makeup melts on my face um and the tallow has not done that at all and it doesn't sit in my creases I don't know if it's because it's like a thicker product I would I I think it's like a couple different things one I definitely think it's because your skin is absorbing that stuff more like it's almost like taking your cell and filling it up to the max that it'll you know allow it to be filled with moisture and then just staying there rather than seeping out and then I also think that because it also allows your skin to breathe and that's why you're not getting like the creasing. And I can't recommend it enough. We tell people all of the time to put it underneath your makeup and it never cracks. It never cakes. It never flakes. And when I used to wear foundation, like the next day, my skin was always flaking and it just doesn't do that anymore. Yeah, I definitely feel that way. It definitely, um, the foundation I wear now, like I feel like if I don't have something under it, I get acne. And so yeah. I always kind of felt like I had to have, and also I look at it as a protective layer because I haven't actually found a clean enough foundation product that I've been satisfied with. Mm -hmm. but I, 
unfortunately still wear it. And <laughs> so I feel like the tallow gives me the safeguard, like almost yeah. like a shield yeah. for my skin because it's soaking up the tallow instead of what's in the product. What you're putting product. onto your pores. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. And I'm- I mean, and then at the same rate, it's it's so funny because you literally put it on your face before you put your makeup on and then you use it on your face to take your makeup off it's like oh, well what the heck <laughs> I know like I was telling you I almost felt bad using it to take my makeup off because I'm like I'm like wasting all this beautiful tallow products like I'm like I'm just using it to take my foundation off but it works so well and it's so much better than the wipes because the wipes you know, oh yeah like any oh. wipes they're so toxic and like they work well but they're toxic and they shoot yeah. the shit out of your skin yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I think the the biggest testament of like how I found that tallow is like, you know, basically how it showcases how well it works as a moisturizer is that with our sugar scrub. So any exfoliating, you know, uh, wash that I've ever used, you, you know, put it on your face, you wash it, wash it off in the shower, and then you get out and your face is literally instantly dry. Like you have, you have to put moisturizer on after you exfoliate because your skin is just stripped of all of, you know, all of its moisture. So with our sugar scrubs, because tallow is so hydrating, you get the exfoliating power of it, but you still have all of that goodness still left on your face, even after you wipe it off. So you don't have to reapply them as like a moisturizer after you have exfoliated and cleaned your skin. It's, I think it's, it's really interesting, the science behind the, how the tallow actually works, you know, with your body. Yeah, it actually works. I was going to say that earlier, it cooperates with your microbiome. So it's not mm-hmm. competing with, you know, like we tell our kids all the time, like your skin is covered in little micro warriors. That, yeah. That they want to protect you. They want to serve you. Like you're their home, you're their host. Mm-hmm. And all of the skincare products that we use today that are conventional. They, yes. they destroy that microbiome. Mm-hmm. And, and like you said, it, it dries you out in the, the sebum and the natural oils that you're supposed to have on your, your face, your body can't produce them or it overproduces them, which becomes a lot of people's problem. Yeah. When you're over, overly dry, when your skin is like extra dehydrated, that's when you get the, the oiliness. And yeah. it, people think that like, no, I can't introduce another oil once my face is already oily, but I'm like, your skin is just dry. That it's overcompensating. Exactly. Like you said. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. most people don't understand that. You're right. You're afraid of it. Like I, mm-hmm. I had, I had cystic acne almost my entire life until a couple of years ago. And it took a while for eating right and removing skincare yeah. products. And like, cause I found out I have a lot of histamine responses. Like yes. Yeah. A lot of foods and a lot of, I mean, how we, we put filters on our water system to eliminate certain chemicals. And like, we, yep. we did a lot to really, to really help with that, but yeah, to yeah. narrow down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To narrow down. But like, so many things that you use, like, cause I went through the whole thing, like, uh, try proactive, try this, try that, you know, all these different skincare fucking yeah. programs and they all made it worse. Yeah. Nothing yeah. ever fixed it. But- it. I had like, um, I also had cystic acne when I was younger as well. And like, and now you would never think of it like as us, but like we both, like he had it later in life, but I had it as a teenager and like, yeah you would get these like um my mom would get them from the doctor for us like they were like these 
these pads covered in alcohol and I got yeah. like second degree bird on my face because I was like, yeah, I had, um, yeah, I had back acne, like as a teenager yes. and I mean, it's so embarrassing. Like yeah. being a teenager is hard enough as it is. And then dealing with that on top of it. Yeah. But I had the same thing. Like it was like a prescription, you know, a wipe. And I played sports at the time and my dad would like come up behind me and like smack my back, like, you know, good job or you suck or whatever he wanted to say that day. <laughs> but it made my skin so yeah. sensitive. I would almost yeah. end up in tears. Yeah, because yeah. I'm so bad at her. I, yeah. I you, 100%. He had really bad yeah. cystic acne on his back. I had it on my chest. And like you said, as a teenager, that's so mm-hmm. I would take Just makeup like, and like cover my the worst. Makeup. Yeah, the worst <laughs> days of my life. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was and- so, so traumatic. You had no idea, right? And our parents mm-hmm. didn't have any idea. No, no. Like yeah. innocently, like you're just trying to help your child. Like we were like, yeah, try these yeah. pads and try this and try that. But like, yeah, yeah. burn the shit out of your skin and yeah. you look at your skin as like a hole. Yeah. Like you look at it as the enemy at that point because you're like, yeah. Why are you making me look like this. Mm-hmm. And, and I think is. a lot of that as a teenager is obviously hormonal. But like now with like, you know, us, we see our body as an entire system. And I think what a lot of people have just not awakened up to yet is that your skin's condition is indicative of what's going on within inside your body. So if your skin is presenting with inflammation, then there's inflammation within your body that's manifesting. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like your skin is the largest organ. Like, and (laughs) I think once you finally understand that you, you can look at it holistically. I remember I read something and I forget who wrote it and what book it was in, but they mentioned that um, essentially that in no historic, no historical evidence has shown a teenager in any hunter gatherer tribe or ancestral community that ever had acne. Acne. Acne was it's brand new to the mm-hmm. Western world, well, to the modern world that eats garbage yeah. food and does these yeah. things. And when I read that, I remember thinking, well, holy fuck, like that, that's what led me down. Okay, I need to start mm-hmm. living ancestrally consistent yeah. as I possibly can yeah. because I was 29 years old with, with like acne. Oil. Yeah. Like, yeah. What the fuck is this fucking fly? Is <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to lick the tallow no but like Trenton used to get like I'm talking like boils and I the only time I remembered seeing boils like that goes back to my mom like when I was mm-hmm. growing up speaking of deodorant products she used to get a big cyst underneath wow. her and she, they always thought it was genetic because a couple of people in my family, like down the line also got this yeah. thing. They were like, oh, this is genetic. And that was like super hard for my mom because she never wanted to wear tank tops or anything because they were scarring. They were yeah. there, they were present. Well, like years ago, she had to get a leisure done on one because it got so bad. Wow. It was like, okay, I know this does like, you've had people in your family with the same issue down the line. He's like, but I think it might be your deodorant. And my mom was like, what? My deodorant do this? Like, yeah. Um, and then I think one of my sisters kind of started getting it at that time too. And uh, so they did the leisure and he was like, hey, I want you to go to like a different brand deodorant. It was something better. And it was actually a spray instead of a lather. Oh. 
Mm -hmm. Um, and she did that and she now just has the scarring from it, but she really doesn't, but it got so bad. And this was like probably over 15, 20 years. It just probably was so clogged that she actually had to get surgery on this to dig it out. Yeah. That's wild. Wow. Isn't that wild? Like in your arm, like from, it was like a lymph problem. She had a lymph drainage problem. Yeah. From this brand she had been using for years and just years of a blocked uh-huh. lens that she had to have surgery. And know. think how many people probably had like similar instances of that and never made the correlation that it was, you know, chemicals in a deodorant. Yeah, because they could switch brands and are like, well, I've been switching brands. Well, is it the same? And, you know, we're really, mm-hmm. I said this in another podcast, our generation now is so flourishing with options and knowledge where like our parents' generation, like our grandparents had this knowledge, but I feel like our parents' generation kind of like got swooped up in this um, mainstream. Yeah, it only takes two generations to completely erase, you know, your history and the the knowledge of our ancestors. And yeah, that I mean, that there's so much truth to what you just said. Yeah. Yeah. And so now we have all this knowledge and all these brands that we could just pick up or, or like, like simply tallow, like, and we have this community of people that are aware of what's causing it versus like, I feel like our parents were kind of like going to the mainstream drugstore or whatever. Yeah. And that was their choice. And on top yeah. Like you don't know what you don't know. And this information exactly. was not, well, and maybe probably because the internet didn't exist then that yeah. the information may have been there, but it was not as readily accessible for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And too, I, I always say this, like, you can hop on genetics for a minute too, generationally. Like if you are a first time user of a crappy product and a crappy diet, you might not see those type of things. You might not have yeah. the immune conditions, the inflammation, because you're riding on really good genetics. And so they haven't mm-hmm. really changed yet. Now your children and your grandchildren, if they continue down that same path, that's when diseases and all yes. conditions, that's where they really start coming in. And Mm-hmm. for us in the western world most of our we're a couple generations yeah we're couple now generations. starting with our generation yeah. so our generation's like we need to curb this shit like yeah. what do we do? well and and to your point like look at how many issues that our kids are having now that were not issues two generations ago and we see it that way and i and i hope that you know we're transitioning to more people finding that awakening but we are, you know, a conglomeration of everyone in our family who came before us and their habits and what they were exposed to. And I mean, they just didn't know back then. And now all of a sudden we're kind of like dealing with the shit storm that, you know, is down, <laughs> down river, you know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly what it is. Too. <laughs> I wanted to say real quick there too, you reminded me when you were talking about the leisure or lesion was that uh, because of my cystic acne, like I, I got a ton of scarring from it, mm, but yeah. aloe, because, and maybe it has to do with what you were saying earlier about helping with pigmentation, but like be, I use tallow and I get myself in the sun every single day for as long as I can allow uh, yeah. as time goes. But like I've had scarring, like really decrease dramatically. And that's something that people always say, you can't fix it. Yeah. You can't remove like, it. Yeah. But I, you know, and I, I'm not a doctor or scientist, but I'll tell you what, from my own personal experience, it has definitely improved. 
And, you know, I don't know if my scars will ever go away, probably not ever, but they've diminished quite a bit. Yeah. And, and that, that's in part to, you know, some of the vitamins that are in, um, in tallow naturally. I know vitamin A definitely. Um, and then I also think vitamin E helps with that as well. But um, my sister-in-law, she had taken a, um, I don't know, like a prescription and gone out in the sun and you were not supposed to go out in the sun. And she ended up getting like a quarter size sunspot, like beneath her eye. Uh, and she started using the tallow and she saw my other sister-in-law a couple months later and she was like geez that's really faded and she was like I know she was like I'm a tallow junkie I put it on my <laughs> face every time I go into the bathroom so there is truth to that there absolutely is but it's also helping um uh like regenerate new like it's encouraging new skin cell growth so you're pushing out all of that old skin that's kind of been sitting there so that's probably why you're seeing a lessening of those of those types of marks yeah there you go yeah well the skin like what is it like 40 to 60 million cells per day the skin like naturally yeah. sloughed off yeah 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 which is kind of gross when you think about it but, <laughs> <laughs> it's but when you give it the yeah. opportunity and the nutrients to heal better than it was previously then yeah absolutely mm -hmm. you you have to you have to acknowledge the fact that your skin's going to heal and regenerate as you age, which sounds mm -hmm. the opposite of the way it's supposed to be. But when you're giving it what it needs, your body can, it It'll only can go healing. Yeah. yeah. Like mm -hmm. why would it deteriorate? Like if you're no, yeah. all this, everything it needs internally and externally. And externally. Yeah. Why would it? Yeah. I mean, literally, and I know it's so cliche to say, but age is literally just a number. Like it, you know, it's just your revolutions around the sun, like they're your age, really, you should be dictated by like your cellular health and your mitochondria. And there's so many factors that play into play into that. So yeah, when you are feeding it the nutrients that you need and are nourishing your skin from the outside, as well as from the inside, I mean, you don't have to age the way that society tells you that you're going to age, you know what Absolutely I mean? Not. I say this all the time in the gym, like I'm always like, we live in a in a time and space right now where human beings should be living healthy, long lives, well past their 100s with, you know, I believe mm -hmm. in we're living, but with the medical advance, advancements that we have as well, we should be living to 120, happy, yeah. healthy, beautiful, handsome, whatever the fuck you want. And but now we're dying at like 70 years. Yeah, old. we're we're almost regressing. Hasn't the average like lifespan actually decreased for like the first yes. time in how long? It has. And, and then if you think of so that's lifespan, but if you think of health span, yeah, like how healthy you act. Like people are always like, Yeah, I'm gonna die anyway. Yeah, but how do you <laughs> like you know what I mean? Do you how do you want to yeah. live your life daily? Mm -hmm. Like that's where it comes down to. Like, what do you want to accomplish in this life? How many people do you want to meet? How many people do you want to change their lives? Like, what's your goal? Do you want to be able to play catch with your grandkids? Yeah. Like, yeah. you want to be able to walk on the beach with yeah. your spouse when Trendful you're 80, like When you're 75. Like, people now, you tell someone that they're a healthy 75-year-old that's doing, like, a triathlon. They're like, oh, my God, that's insane. He's going to die. And you're like, <laughs> well, you're going to die, too, but you're just going to be more out of shape when you do it. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's going to be, you know, I, I always think of this, like, I can never imagine not being able to remember my children's name. And that's the sad truth for a lot of people as they yeah. die today is they, they don't remember the people that they lived for. And that's sad. That's such mm -hmm. a sad idea to be 
65 years old you can't remember your fucking daughter's name because you live yeah. like an asshole instead of like gave a little bit of a shit about yourself yeah absolutely I, and, and I it's wonder... really it's just like your the small steps that you can introduce into your life yeah. day after day are what eventually yeah. add up you know and be something big later I on I always call it the domino effect it's like I, anyone we talk to at the studio, if they're like, oh, I just, you know, you guys do blah, 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 <laughs> right? Like, and I'm mm-hmm. like, we didn't wake up and do this. Like, we actually both come from families that are the exact opposite, opposite 100%. Mm-hmm. And, and we grew up the exact opposite. And even when we first got married, we led an exact opposite life. Um, You know, it was just like domino, domino, domino over eight years. And it yeah. got us to this point. Can it be a lot quicker for a lot of people? Probably, but it wasn't that quick for me. And it's overwhelming though, too, when you start to introduce those life changes, you're getting so many different inputs from so many different channels. And then uh, sometimes you just like get frozen because you're like, well, there's so much to choose from. I'm just not going to do anything. So you have to take, you know, a little bit at a time and as you're ready and everyone has to come to their awakening in their own time. We could tell people to their blue in the face, stop using the products off the shelves for your beauty care. And until they reach that realization on their own, they're not going to change, but we're here when they're ready. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's how we feel about students. Yeah. We're here for all the support you ever need. And we give you so much, but I need you to be ready. I, oh, I wanted to ask you, like, so you started Simply Tallow because of your daughter. Mm-hmm. So, as far as your daughter's skin goes, like the eczema, like what, what's the. So this, I mean, and this really ties into the whole conversation we had about, you know, everything that we do to our bodies has to be so well-rounded. So she, we were taking her to, you know, the pediatrician. We took her to the um, dermatologist. And, you know, all they wanted to do was say, oh, here, slap a steroid on it, you know, put a Band-Aid on a bullet wound. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I legitimately said to the dermatologist, I don't want to put a Band-Aid on this problem. I want to address the root cause. And he looked at me and didn't say anything. <laughs> like, like I had two heads. Like, he didn't <laughs> even know how to come back. And I'm like, nothing? You don't have anything to offer me besides a steroid? <laughs> I was like, I was just like so defeated. So then, you know, we did the allergy testing and that kind of came back like inconclusive. Um, So we ended up seeking out a, like an alternative medicine practitioner down in West Virginia. And we paid for all of that out of pocket. And that's not cheap for anybody who has looked into that route. But I knew that what we were doing was not working. So they did different allergy testing. Um, you know, which, uh, tests for different antibodies than, you know, just like this, the skin tests. And it came back that she was having, whether or not it was an allergy or just a very strong sensitivity to stuff that I was eating. And I was still nursing at the time and her body just couldn't handle it. So we eliminated some of the things out of her diet and her skin started to get better, but we really did have to nurse it back to health because, well, at one point, and I will say, because I'm not ashamed, I mean, you only know what you know at the time, but yeah. her skin was so bad, like covered head to toe, like flaking. It was horrible. So we did do one round of steroids because I was like, I'm stuck between a rock and a hard place. These tests are coming back inconclusive. Inconclusive. I'm eliminating some things from my diet, but we haven't pinpointed what's going on. 
Yeah. Um, and it cleared up within like a week. Like her skin was beautiful. And I'm like, okay, well, I feel like now, you know, we can kind of start over. Well, yeah. as soon as we stopped the steroid, it was back with the vengeance. And then she went through topical steroid withdrawal. It was so bad. Like brings tear to your eyes, like even yeah. thinking about it. So then we just had to really nurse her skin back to health one using the tallow. And then we were having, she had gone through a round of antibiotics because she had a UTI. So her gut was destroyed. Oh, no, so yeah. then we had to do, you know, the bone broth and the sardines and yeah. all of the, you know, all of the things to get her back to a baseline and her skin's beautiful now. No, I mean, and I think that she probably did grow out of those sensitivities a little bit. Um, dairy was one of them. Egg whites was another one. And we introduced those to her now. Um, and like controlled amounts and she seems like she's she handles it okay but yeah. I mean it was just rebuilding the gut microbiome and yeah. rebuilding her skin microbiome and then eliminating the things that were causing the inflammation that were manifesting on her skin yeah. so I and I it was frustrating to me because like when I'm originally doing my research on the tallow, like everybody's saying like how much it helps anti-inflammatory wise. And it absolutely does. Like it can seriously tame, you know, the itchingness and the flakingness and all of that. But there's still so much that comes from the inside and you have to view your body as a system. You can't just say, oh, I'm going to treat this and I'm going to treat that. Like you have to treat the whole picture. And I hope that now people are starting to transition to seeing that because we're having so many issues, you know, within the Western medicine community. So, but I mean, it's, it's unfortunate because like I said, we don't know what we don't know. So we just do the best with what we can at any given moment. And then sometimes looking back on our choices, we're like, you know, that wasn't the best thing, but you learn from it and you grow from it. And I mean, it has, it's definitely a journey. And I, I feel for the people who I talk to at like these marketing events and festivals that we do or who talk about how their kids have suffered so badly with eczema and psoriasis and, you know, all of these inflammatory conditions. And I, I mean, I'm honest about it. I say, I, I think that there's value in our product and I do think that it can help when you're having flares, but it's not the end all be all by any means. You know, I'm not saying that our product is going to cure your ailment because I, that's, that's just not true. That would be false advertisement for me to say that, but can it help? And can it kind of bring your skin back to a baseline? Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. And I, and I love that you tell people that too. I want to applaud you for a second on like taking that under your, your arm with your daughter, because most people it's too hard for them and, yeah. they, mm -hmm. and they just too much emotional stress. Yeah. When you're watching your child suffer. Like mm -hmm. that's very hard to do and to keep going and to keep, you know, yeah. Pushing through that and knowing that her health was utmost your highest value. And so you yeah. wanted to make sure it didn't matter financially or any, like you wanted mm -hmm. to make sure your daughter was okay. And yeah, I think, I think that is really cool too, because we've got kids too. And we know mm -hmm. we talk about that all the time. Um, you know, with our first comparatively to our last, which you don't know, you don't know. And yeah. you can't feel guilt for it because we did for a minute and we were yeah. like, oh, look what we're doing to this super chat. And you're like, no, mm -hmm. all our kids are super children. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, you, what you don't know, you don't know. And you literally only do the best you can in that yeah. moment. And that's all that matters. Yeah, it absolutely does. And I think that there's just like 
for us, there's a, almost like a responsibility for to give that information to the public, yeah. you know, to, to be a voice that's opposite of what is going mainstream, just so people feel like, you know, they're not alone and yeah. that there are options for them. You know, they're, they're not, you're not confined to your, your situation or the community that you're currently in. Like there's always opportunity for growth and shifting and, you know, plug and chug until you find out what works in your equation. And I mean, to that point, like our bodies are so bio individual that what works for one person might not work for another person, yeah. you know, but I think it's just providing the alternative, um, for people to make their own educated de decision about the products that they use. And I, I think that's really just what it comes down to. Yeah. A hundred percent. I totally agree. And I do feel that too. You feel this, this like deep care for people because you've experienced it and you experience it with mm -hmm. your children or, and, or your life and, or maybe your disease that you had or something you had going or infertility in our case. Um, and it, it's not like you just woke up with this information one day, like you had to really go through trial and error through your own life. Yeah. And you were at a very hard spot in your life. And that's what created this knowledge is because you came from a really hard spot and yeah. tell people, Hey, I've already lived through it. I've already done it. Um, I know how bad it sucks and how hard it is to watch it happen. But here, I got all the information for you. You don't have to travel the same road I did. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. It's, and I, my, for me personally, like I'm, I'm an introvert. So like when I'm at these marketing and like social events and festivals, like it's a lot, like it takes a lot out of you, like conversing all day and explaining the product. But one, it's so important to like get out there and people put a face to your company and then have them try the product because if they never heard of tallow, they're not just going to buy a random product off the internet. You know, it helps that way there but it's so like the conversations and like the connections and the people and the stories that I've heard are like so critical but I mean it almost like encourage you encourages you because you can relate on that level and then they use your product and then they gain your trust and you know it's like a, a one big circle and then they can recommend that product to their friends and their family because it's something that you know they trust now so yeah it's really it's really interesting to see how everybody's stories kind of intertwine when you're when you're out there in the community. Isn't it fascinating? Like you probably get people like, what is tallow? It's yeah. always funny <laughs> to me because like just a couple of generations ago, that's they used tallow and lard to cook yeah. and butter. And like if yeah. it wasn't an animal fat that they were cooking with, then they weren't using it. Exactly. Yeah. And and now yeah. people are like, what is lard? What is tallow? Mm -hmm. You're like, look in your grandma's cookbook and you're gonna find it. Like yeah. It's so funny to me how how disconnected we've come. Like you said, you know, it only takes a couple generations to remove our ancestral knowledge. And we're, mm -hmm. you know, I don't know if it was purposely taken away or what, you know, I don't want to conspiracize too much, but, you know. <laughs> we're going to throw <laughs> a wink a wink. Yeah, there. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we definitely, like, we are in a remembering and awakening phase right now. On purpose. On purpose. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, absolutely. And soulfully, spiritually and you know just health wise and it's really important and people like you that are that have went through the trial and error and have put in the work and put in all the effort in the, the research heart. yeah the heart mm -hmm. the passion the love and then made it accessible to people you know those are the people leading the way so I think that yeah I agree with that I definitely agree with that 
I think people definitely need to look at it like that. They need to look at it holistically, like you keep saying. It's important to know, like, like I like I found out my skin issues were from my gut. They were mm-hmm. from and in the previous podcast, we talked to Dorian Sones and it was all about histamine. And like you were saying earlier, like sometimes you can reintroduce foods and things to a child's diet. And even with your own, like, oh, I have an issue with uh, egg whites or whatever. Mm-hmm. And as you eliminate all of the other inflammatory foods in your diet, a couple of years later, you're like, I want to try that again. And you have no yeah. issue with no it. No issues. Yeah. Like he, uh, Dorian called it, like he, he referred to it as like a bathtub. And you have this full bathtub and like histamine's always flowing out of the faucet. It never stops. Yep. It's a natural mm-hmm. one and it's supposed to be there. But he said, what happens is you get so stressed out cellularly and, you know, all just all stresses because mm-hmm. there's no difference between real physical and mental stress or emotional. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So the, the plug restricts and next thing you know, the tub is overflowing. And so everything that causes an extra spike in histamine puts you over the edge and you have a, a eczema or an autoimmune condition comes, yeah. you know, but once you start to open up that drain again, and because you've eliminated some stresses, you've slowed the flow, whatever, then you're able to live a normal, you know, normal-ish, pretty normal life. And you can, you know, you can reintegrate yeah. these yeah. foods. Yeah. But the mainstream, like, you know, Western medicine is not telling that to the people going to the doctor that are having these inflammatory skin conditions. So people literally have to find it out either on their own or be recommended this information from somebody else. Like, we're like on the cusp, you know, I think of having a big breakthrough that way there, but like, there's still like such a discrepancy. And then we have this like, taboo around the sun. And like, if you have safe sun exposure, you don't need to slather on SPF and put more toxins on your body. Like sunlight and vitamin D is so critical for so many systems in your body. And we have like the society that's just so terrified of it. And I just like, and I mean, I'm in the skincare business. Like you get sunburn, (laughs) I can definitely help you out. The sun, the sun in conjunction with the proper diet, like it is, it's like, it's, it's medicine. It literally is medicine. Yeah, I I always I know it's insane how many women are scared of the sun because they don't want age, they don't want wrinkles, Mm -hmm. they don't want sunspots, they don't want weird moles. And I'm like, oh, you get that because you're internal, not because of the sun. Like the sun grows our plants, the sun grows everything. It gives it gives life to everything. Everything. And I always preach Mm -hmm. this. Um, I think I wrote it in our Awakening the Tranquil Warrior book under my pregnancy chapter, how important sun is for pregnant women, because pregnant women are so scared to be in the sun. Yeah. We're taught like during pregnancy, it's your hormones um like elevate and like sun exposure you can get sunburn real easily and Mm -hmm. maybe overheat internally and hurt the baby that's not true when you have a good diet what do you think yeah like our grandmas did what do you think you think she had four kids and hid inside during yeah air conditioning anyway yeah yeah. and the I guess where the problem lies is you have sunlight and you have the western diet and that's the perfect storm for disaster yeah but when you're feeding your body with the proper nutrients and you're getting all the healthy fats like your body and the sun are working in conjunction to run everything else in your body yeah 100 percent. yeah I totally agree when you have a 
crap diet or a pretty normal diet yeah, yeah um where you're getting you know things in your body like free radicals all the time in your body well then your mm-hmm. body's inflamed and it's not inflamed um in the good way like when you work out and your body gets inflamed uh, to rebuild muscle it, mm-hmm. that, you know that's way different than consuming like deep fried french fries like, oh, <laughs> yeah. no, that's 10 years old you know yeah. what i mean like that's that's a For sure. difference of inflammation <laughs> But um, yeah, no, hundred percent. When you clean up your diet and you go out in the sun, you're going to tan, you're going to, you know, when you got these healthy fats and you're hydrating properly and you're mineralizing and, you know, all these things we have to do now in the modern world, because we're a little separated from nature, right? We're not just going outside to drink water off a waterfall with some rocks, that mineral, (laughs) we got to add it to our water. Um, But once you do that, it's, the relationship with the sun is so different. Yeah, hundred percent. What? So, what do you guys eat? Yeah. Like, since you guys, you know, knows the tail with your skincare products. What is? Yeah. Just curious about what your guys' diet. So like. we, um, we buy a whole cow every year. So yeah. that pretty much sustains us throughout the year. And then we do hunt more. My husband hunts, so we have venison. Um, we get chicken um, to supplement what we don't have from the farm. We have our own chickens, so we're eating eggs every single day. So we're getting all of the healthy fats, the cholesterol. We're making our own butter. We're drinking the raw milk, like, you know, all of the things. Granted, I mean, 4th of July just happened and we had a picnic yeah. and we enjoyed ourselves. I'm not going to punish ourselves yeah. that way there. But yeah, the the diet is such such a crucial basis for everything else. I just saw all your eggs on Instagram and I was telling you. Oh, <laughs> I was yeah, like- so we got... <laughs> We got these, um, we had like, we have four like adult chickens. We've had those for a couple years and we just got, um, like, I think we had like 26, we lost a few. So I think we have like uh, over 20, um, chickens now and they all kind of are starting to lay and we were getting like five and six eggs in the coop. And then all of a sudden we weren't getting any, we're like, something's going on. Where, you know, where are they laying their eggs at? Mm -hmm. So my husband gets underneath of the coop and there's almost three dozen under there. So we're like, oh, well, we found our problem. So we blocked off. We re we redid the setup in the coop and now they're all laying in the boxes again. So we're good. So I think we, I think we almost got 15 today, but I'm like, we're going to have like eggs out the ears, but we eat so much mayonnaise. Um, I, so it's fine. <laughs> oh, that's so awesome. I don't yeah. Like we have, like I was telling you, um, like the ducks and we're down to one chicken and it's a little mm-hmm. baby chicken. So it's yeah. like doing anything. <laughs> um, but like the ducks haven't started laying yet. Yeah. Well, we had these massive holes in the back of our yard that we have a groundhog family oh. that is coming in. And we also think we also have foxes and things that wander the coop. But we're right by a mm-hmm. river and a lake. And, and so so maybe like these eggs are being stolen. So we just they might be yeah by sealing it off. And but I don't know. I'm pretty Trenton loves the birds and he was mm-hmm. like the one I introduced them and I was like, oh I don't I grew up with chickens. I used to like go in the pen with like a broom and knock them out of the way. That's not <laughs> nice as that is. I was yeah, a person so. as a teenager. Like I was not into the yeah. home life. I was like, get these freaking little nasty so it smelled like really bad. Um, yeah. And I just thought like with my home, I'm like, man, I don't want that smell in the summertime. But when they're not fed, like the gross chicken feed and they have room to roam, they do yeah. not stink. So now I was actually just no. your chickens and how much they were laying. 
And like, he was like, let's go get more. And now he's got the kids hyped up. Yeah, it's addicting. It really, yeah, it really is. And like my mom, like she's gonna like offload some of our eggs. Like she's contributing to the cost of the feed. And then, you know, we'll split. She can take whatever eggs that she wants. But I'm like, yeah, we're gonna have a lot of eggs. We're probably gonna have to find some friends here. (laughs) Yeah, heck yeah. I love when the, we had, we've had ducks for a couple of years now. And the ones last year when they started laying, it was like, four or five eggs a day because i think we had six ducks last year seven mm-hmm. ducks but they don't lay as much as chickens but their eggs are bigger and so bigger yeah so yeah like you get like buried in eggs in no time yeah like no time, day you yeah. have a couple yeah. extra but yeah. you need the like white ducks like instead of the other ducks, ducks yeah. yeah the pecans because they lay a lot more than the wild mouth yeah but anyways okay we're getting on like the whole <laughs> The, the home whole home setting. Maybe we'll yes. yeah, maybe we'll have to do a whole separate podcast about that. Because <laughs> we've been we've been berry picking. We're up to our knees and black raspberries. Uh, ours <laughs> ours have not started changing color yet. They're still they little green them. ones. Yeah, yeah, we're excited. Yeah. Our, they're they're in the shade, so I think that's why they take so long to grow. But well, yeah, so like I, I think we're getting close to, to time, anyways. About yeah, let everybody know where. Well, obviously, we have your products in the studio, mm-hmm. but we don't have your full line in studio yet. Um, So maybe yeah. like go over like what you have online because I know you have coffee scrubs now too, right? Yeah, so that was one of um, the new things that we just added back in. So I was doing originally. I had um, a tallow that had coffee and vanilla essential oils that was really just kind of like wake you up. It smells good. It's relaxing. Um, And it didn't sell that well, which I was, you know, I was actually kind of surprised because I'm a coffee junkie. Yeah. So I kind of, I kind of, you know, as the time goes on, you see like where your demand is, what your people are interested in, what they ask about. Um, So I just reintroduced these coffee scrubs, um, but we're taking organic coffee that has been ground and we're adding that into the sugar scrub. So you're getting extra exfoliation. Plus coffee provides antioxidants and, you know, caffeine, the smell, it really wakes you up. So that's great. So we like, as far as our whole product line goes, we have lip balms, we have tallow balms, which are, um, the same ingredients as our whipped tallows, the texture is just slightly different. So it's more firm. You kind of have to work it in between your hands to get it to be a little bit more spreadable where our whipped tallows are going to be light and fluffy, better for like large body areas. Um, we have our deodorant line. We have three different scents right now. Um, we have a couple different uh, the sugar scrubs. And like I said before, the only thing that changes per blend are the essential oils that we're using. And that's just really what scents you like, what you're looking for, if you want to use it as a cleanser, if you want it as a moisturizer, if you want some of the anti-aging properties, there's just different blends that are, you know, more specific for specific things. Um, We have beard balms that are now on the website. So we're appealing to, you know, the men in the crowd as well. And then what else? I feel like, I, oh, um, the deodorant detox spray. So that was one of our new items as well. Um, so that'll be used in conjunction with the deodorant line that we have. And essentially, we're just taking water, uh, distilled water, apple cider vinegar, rosemary, and lavender. And you would apply that before you go to bed in the evenings. And that can help to ease the transition as far as transitioning from a conventional deodorant to a more natural one. It helps to draw out those toxins and then kind of neutralize those odors that some people do deal with during that, you know, during that transition phase. So I think that's everything. Um, 
you know, we have stuff that's lower price point. Um, we have stuff that's a little bit higher, just depending on the ingredients that we're using. And then we also sell mul- multiple different sizes, depending, you know, if your whole family is using the jar, or if it's just something small, you want to keep in your purse that way there, we have options as far as sizes go. Yeah. Because you have a, there's a, the two ounces, the small one, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So the, the whip tallows come in the two ounce, the four ounce, and then we have eight ounce as well. And it's really interesting to see kind of um, like just starting out, we sold a lot of the four ounce ones. And then like now that people are starting to use the product more and liking it, like we have really transitioned to selling the eight ounce jars. So oh. it's, it's interesting to see how the audience is, you know, how your clients are kind of adjusting and, you know, they, they see the value in it. So they want to buy more of it. So it's kind of neat to see. On eight ounce, yeah. wow, friggin' that would last a year for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I always buy the little ones because I always like changing up the scent. Mm-hmm. I just yeah. pulled two mm-hmm. off the shelves that we got here at the house. Um, and I got like you're you're gonna use all of the product before I, anybody can even buy it because you guys love it so much. I know. <laughs> I know. People are gonna be like, "Wow, people love that product." I'll be like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah they do." I know a family that really does. <laughs> No, I I did. I just pulled two, but I get the little ones because um I like I said, I like changing up the scents. Um, but now that I our whole family uses it, it's a little more difficult because then I'm going through these little tins in like a couple weeks. Yeah. Like almost six people using them. Those tins are so light. (laughs) You said about putting them in a purse. I thought, oh, that makes it's perfect. Because they're so light. Because that whip tallow is so light. Yeah, like if you were traveling, they'd be perfect for traveling. Mm-hmm. I just tell people like to be cautious in the summertime because tallow is a fat, like it will melt if you leave it in your car. So just like be cognizant of of that. And I do like when you order from the website in the summer, I send out like a courtesy shipping notice saying, you know, if for some chance your package has been left in the mailbox or out in the sun all day long, here are the steps that you can take to reconstitute them to get them back to, you know, the textures that you want them. So it's, I mean, it's, I guess it's a good and a bad thing because we're not using the preservatives. We're using the natural ingredients. So there's like a, you know, I guess a a give and take as to the sacrifice you sacrifice sometimes how your product will look when it ships because you still want to stick to the natural ingredients. But I think most people who are buying our products have that, you know, they're aware of that and they keep that in mind and they'd rather have the good ingredients than something that's going to say, stay, you know, shelf stable in the mailbox in the 90 degree heat. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And and last like 12 years in that same container in the heat. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I agree. So let's, I guess let's finish up and uh, you just let everybody know where they can find you. Like I'll put all this in the show notes too. So anyone can, can check that out. Yeah. So our um, Instagram handle is um, simply tallow and company. And then our website is simply tallow and You can always reach out with a DM or, you know, reach out to us through the website and it's literally a one woman operation. It's just me. So you, if you, you know, if you reach out, if you have questions, anything, I'm always the one that's going to get back to you. So it's a very, a very personal, personal business for sure. That's nice too. There's I want to say there's a lot of reasons why you support support Caitlin. One, because it's regenerative and natural. Also, because she's doing it all by herself. She's doing it for the right reasons. And especially if you're local to Pittsburgh, she is also local. So you're supporting your own community in a lot of ways because she's getting her products from a local place in Pennsylvania, selling to local people, helping the whole community be healthier and better. Yeah, and a holistic mama. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, 
yeah, you. that's yeah. us. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's always fun when you when you can connect with people who have the same values that you do as far, you know, especially as far as health goes. Because like I said before, sometimes it can feel very isolating when you haven't found your your community that way there. So it is reassuring when you do get to have these, you know, these heart-filled conversations with people who just get you, you know? <laughs> yes. Yeah, 100%. And we have the same name, just spelled different. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. <laughs> love it well thank you so much for coming on Caitlin I appreciate you so much and I love talking about your product and I think our listeners are going to love this podcast and it's going to help too so much for people that have already bought your product to understand more of your product and the backstory of it and they can always come to the studio and grab some or order online yeah, absolutely. Thank you guys so much. I'm so excited that we got to do this. <laughs> I know. I Same, 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 same. Hey, everybody. I'm back again to remind you for the second time in this episode that we are sponsored by the book sales of Rewilding the Modern Man, written by yours truly, Trenton Sweet, and the book sales of Awakening the Tranquil Warrior, written by myself and my wife, Caitlin. Two books that you can find basically anywhere that you buy books. So check them out. We are also sponsored by Energy Fitness Studio in Washington, Pennsylvania. So your participation there also sponsors this podcast. And thank you very much for your support. We are also sponsored by The Old Road Farm in Washington, Pennsylvania. A beautiful family-owned regenerative farm doing everything the right way. And if you want to know more about them, and I think that you should, check them out at theoldroadfarm.com.